0: What drove you to need, I I use the word need in the right way, what drove you to need to create this for yourself?
1: So good question, yeah. I mean, when I left the corporate world and I decided, Mm. okay, coaching is what I wanna do full time, 24 seven. I looked at, okay, my past experience, all this coaching um, models that I use. There were lots of models that gave me value, but I couldn't find a coaching model that helped me connect mind, body, soul and yeah. help me connect them in a way that they're aligned and integrated
0: yeah okay that's and that
1: cool. and also that speak to me on a with consciousness because the legacy i would love to to leave yeah. is to bring it's to bring higher consciousness into the corporate world
0: uh, welcome back to the sparks Baganian podcast i'm phil rose your host and today i'm delighted to be joined by a fellow coach to talk about the world of coaching, to talk about the world of trauma recovery coaching and talk about some of the things that actually in life we all need to be welcoming in terms of helping us build a better business but also a better person. So I'm really delighted to welcome Irene Riyad to me. She's based in uh, Albania Uh, so we have just a one hour time difference Uh, but actually when you hear about her journey Albania is just one of the countries she's worked in because actually over the years I've Irene has got a story of moving from different cultures and different countries and learning about each one in turn. So, Irene, welcome to the Sparks and podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Phil. Thank you for having me. And I'm honored to be here with you on the show. Yeah,
0: pleasure to have you. Um, now, now, I know I said at the beginning, we are talking about now, who is Irene? I just mentioned the fact you're working in Albania at the moment, but uh, Albania is just the latest stop on the journey that you've had over the years uh, and yeah, many absolutely. different cultures, many countries. So so tell me about who, who is Irene? What's the, What's the Irene that we see in front of us today?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk about it. It's a journey that has uh, shaped and informed who I am today. And when I look back, I, I feel like I'm a totally different person. Mm-hmm. So today I am the founder of Side Set, the Self Mastery Coaching Institute. And I work and I love the work that I do, which is empowering entrepreneurial leaders with life significant setbacks to live their legacy.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: um, I'm passionate about working with people who uh, use the wisdom of what they have gone through or are currently going through from setbacks, challenges, um, and use that energy to create um, that legacy, that dream that they wish uh, Mm. uh, to live today and leave to the world. That's really um, the focus of me today.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that word of you know, legacy and dream, because I think a lot of people, um, they, they have, a, have a view of what they're trying to do, but they get stuck in doing, 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 as Michael Gerber used to talk about. And actually, when you get stuck in doing, you don't have time to raise yourself above to the next level. So tell me about that, that, yeah. that word legacy. What, what does that mean to you?
1: To me, it's like the, um, the gift
0: mm-hmm. that
1: you are, that you have within, that you bring to the world okay um okay. I know it has different meanings and it's usually attributed to people after they pass away or yeah. what what they leave behind and it made me think I mean why do we just use this uh, concept when we are not here anymore mm-hmm. why not live it breathe it cultivate it and yeah. and be proud um that the, that your life my life the lived experiences actually, bring a lot of gifts to people today.
0: I think that's really powerful, isn't it? And that that word legacy, uh, I worked with a wonderful coach back in 2015 who sadly passed away. Uh, But he always said that he was given his second chance to live after his first heart attack. And that Mm. second stage of life for him, which is rebirth, in his words, was all about legacy. He was looking to give back and unfortunately passed away all too young. But actually, from his perspective, he managed to create a legacy because we all still talk about him in coaching world. As somebody who actually just brought something and actually helped develop lots of other coaches. And that was his legacy. Um so tell me about your journey yeah. to coaching, because obviously you've not been like most of us, you've not been a you've not been a coach all the way through your life. So so where, how have you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah, um in university, I was thinking I was gonna be a marketeer. So I studied okay. marketing. Um um and then, and then graduated from marketing i found myself in the very first job I, I seem to have attracted it through my energy of maybe teaching or training um i worked in the um, in the hotel industry for 6 years wow uh using marketing but it was at that time called like uh, quality assurance and training so it was kind of looking at the quality of how people show up at the work right the workplace and it included training. And it started from there,
0: and, and and so that word training, wasn't it? Because I I started coaching um, back in two thousand and eight, but but actually I had for, my first coach I, I, did, well, I was discovered back in nineteen ninety seven, um, but a lot of people didn't talk about coaching way back. So so what was it that yeah. made you find that link from training to coaching? Because obviously training is one thing, but coaching is another thing. How did you how did you make that leap between the two?
1: Absolutely. So that was what I just described was in two thousand. Okay. Um. And then it was after those six years of the hotel industry, I was kind of looking for that next step. Yeah. And I realized towards that end of my journey in the hotel industry, that my engagement um, that really transformed or helped really inspire people had to do more with these uh, conversations. Excellent. So it wasn't really in the training room where I yeah. had a, a structured kind of agenda. Yeah. It was after or before. Yeah. And it sparked, started from there, and it took off from there. Me exploring what to do in terms of coaching. Yeah,
0: that's interesting, isn't it? That thing, you know, the, the 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 gift. I think a lot of coaches realize is that you know, train training doesn't make it happen for people. It's actually the coaching, the personal conversation that really brings it alive for people. Uh, and, and I think that's yeah. one of the the key aspects. Um, I, I want to take that a little bit further in that case. So, so um, you discover this thing. You start off in 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 training itself, um. Often coaches have a bit of a spark, and they realize something's different. So, what was it for you that said, "Actually, there's another there's another role for me here that I can do something different"? What was that that key leap you made from from that training world into something different? And how did that happen?
1: It was me consciously when I was looking for that next step. I wanted to make sure that the role I was going to take over, even if it's had to do with training, it was more yeah. about development.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So I, I think that that transition from uh, at that time, companies started hiring these roles that were called training and development. Mm. And in some areas, what I was attracted to was the learning and development.
0: Okay. That yeah. was
1: quite a shift for some companies to move yeah. away from the actual delivery of um, teaching kind of yep. training to how do people learn?
0: Yeah. Okay. And
1: learning and development world uh, really accepted coaching as a method of learning. Okay.
0: And and, and interesting, you talked about, you know, um, you've you've been in a number of different countries and you've been on a journey as well. Um, Have you seen different aspects of this in terms of the the different approaches companies take to to learning and development or training over your career with the the, the meandering paths you've taken to get from from one country to the next? Have you seen differences or similarities?
1: I've seen more similarities. Mm, I've seen more. So even my movements uh, and from them, from the different countries, they were also very different industries. Yeah. So I worked, um, uh, so when I left the hotel industry, I entered the charity industry with the British Council. I stayed oh, there wow. six years. <laughs>
0: okay, interesting.
1: And and at some point, it was moving to another country, and I worked with the automotive industry, okay. and then again with the energy industry, and again with education. So I, my roles have expanded in region, yeah. or scope, let's say, yeah different yeah. countries but the aspect of learning and development it had very a lot of similarities I think mm. the differences came where people were willing to accept new ways of okay. teach, of yeah. this um, um, helping people learn that are not traditional that are not classroom that, that was where I found some cultures accepted it more yeah. easily than others
0: that's interesting isn't it that difference between they're the not the classroom way because I think that's one of the key things isn't it you know uh looking back over the years we've all been on training courses we all sat in the classroom uh, and we know that through the Ebbinghaus effect that training and, and the knowledge retention drops off very steeply after the first day of training and then over the next period of time unless you do something to reinforce that actually we forget most of what we've learned in those few days which is where coaching is really bringing that that, that change to make it really unique to individuals and find out what's going on for them so I think there's there's something there that a lot of companies have slowly discovered although we do still find some companies want to put the people through the the standard training approach but we know that actually in general it doesn't work as well um so yeah. tell me about um you mentioned about self-mastery uh, i'd love to just del- delve into this so so coaching and and self-mastery what's the linkage there and how did that come about for you
1: yeah so when i i actually started my very first like coaching program uh, of my own uh, mm. education it's in, in 2017 that's okay. where I really started professionally taking on the coaching and there are programs that are focused on coaching as a way to help people do things differently and yeah. there were programs that helped people be yeah. a different person and that influenced how we act and do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I found that my um my, I was attracted more to this being side. Um, and that's where I started to change.
0: Yeah, and so.
1: my coaching became different.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. so, so, so that being, so that's interesting. You know, the, the typical, the, the being versus doing. So, so mm-hmm. what was it about that that, that sparked you? Because obviously a lot of people would go down the doing route, but actually something mm-hmm. there said actually it's more about being. What was it?
1: It was me um, exploring layers of myself that uncovered this Mosaic matrix of beliefs, Mm. values, uh, priorities, yeah, um, needs, and so I realized that the more I went deeper in that area, I got more confused (laughs) about who I was. (laughs) Um, and then I just moved. I leaned into that kind of confusion, just stayed with it, took on different learning programs that really focused on the self, the person. Mm. Okay, and with um, inquiry and support of the coach yeah, yeah. Uh, who's coaching me, and me okay. learning how they are coaching, um, I have found myself. Let's say I yeah. found who I am. Still, well, still working. It's yeah, always we're all, <laughs> ongoing. we're all work
0: in progress. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I and that's that. why I'm sparked. Why,
0: and I love that 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 combination of the vel- beliefs and the values, uh, and combining that with the, the coaching to help you explore who you really were. Um, now you've you used that word mosaic a bit a number of times. So so tell me what that means because obviously this is something which I think is fascinating in terms of this mosaic coaching you've created. What what does what does the mosaic mean? And, and can you go into more depth? So have you talked a bit about it, but tell me more about mosaic itself. Then we want to come back to to some things around self mastery.
1: Yeah. So mosaic is both um, a metaphor that mm-hmm. I um, have founded uh, some of my models on, and it's also an acronym. Okay of a framework of coaching that in sight set we use okay Okay. so as a metaphor yeah the mosaic let's say paintings artwork uh anything that looks mosaic or you call it a mosaic is usually a mix of pieces they could be colored or black and white but they're usually a mix of different pieces different fabric uh different material okay Um, and the differences make it beautiful and the differences wow. make it complete.
0: Love it, love it.
1: So the idea, because this is where I initially struggled as I was learning about myself. Mm. How come this piece of me doesn't fit with that piece of me? Yeah. I mean, the Egyptian culture, the the um, Saudi culture, the UK yeah. culture. I'm now yeah. Albanian culture.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Um, so that questioning of how I'm absorbing um, these parts of yeah. me. Uh, cause me an inner kind of um, conflict sometimes okay. or questioning so that metaphor is appreciating the beauty of mosaicness in oneself yeah
0: I love that and I love, I love that metaphor that as you said the, the Egyptian, the Saudi Arabian the Albanian the the British all that combination coming together and it's like that, that as you say the mosaic with the beautiful colors coming through but it's the combination of all of those that makes the whole individually it's just one piece but actually bringing it all together is the bit that you're saying that really makes the difference.
1: Yes. And, and, um, accepting it and, Mm. uh, working with it and being proud of it. I mean, there's a lot you could do with that just by noticing, noticing is the first step. Yeah. Um, and then how do you integrate it all?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? So, so you said, you said mosaic is a, is an acronym. So, so tell me about the mosaic. What, what, where do we start? Do we start the C or the M? Where do we go in terms of uh, finding out about mosaic itself?
1: Yeah, we'll start with the with the order of the of the letters. Um, but they don't necessarily have to to be the start of the word. So okay. even when we put them together, they don't have to be a straight line. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. But uh, the M is for your mind. We work mm. a lot for with the mind, okay. the psyche. Uh, the O is the body your main body okay. the o in the body yeah yeah the s is your soul yeah so that's why our work is always mind body soul integrated okay and what we do with them is say we align them that's the a
0: yeah we
1: make sure they're integrated yeah and that it completes this higher consciousness that's The see awesome.
0: and that's the key bit that you come back to isn't it so actually once you get that integration together it's that higher consciousness that brings it together yes so effectively so mind body soul alignment integration and consciousness at the top end or bottom end, whichever way you want to look at it in that case it's interesting isn't it because actually you could see it running upwards or downwards um absolutely yeah
1: absolutely and and the, the framework that we uh that i i use in insight set is called mosaic being yeah. so we use that as the framework of how you interact with your own self to really um perform run mm-hmm. your business um uh, achieve your legacy or, or live your legacy. It, it is all of anything you want to do. Yeah. You're able to use this framework to really check in with yourself. What's yeah. happening.
0: Okay. And it comes back to that word legacy again, doesn't it? Cause you mentioned legacy a number of times that we talked about that, that legacy It's the true being. Um, and I think that's the interesting bit, isn't it? That differentiation between the typical training in the past, but something you've created there, which is around helping people really get in touch with themselves. And you said, it's the combination of mind, body and soul is that that integration of the three that brings it alive for you in that case
1: yes yes
0: so what drove you to need and the word need in the right way what drove you to need to create this for yourself
1: so good question yeah i mean when i left the corporate world and i decided mm. okay coaching is what i want to do full-time 24 yeah. okay. um, 7 that was in uh, 2020 end of 2020 Um, I looked at, okay, my past experience, all this coaching um, models that I use, or that I know, uh, and the ongoing interest of what it is that I want to do. And I found that there, there were lots of models that gave me value, but I couldn't find a coaching model that helped me connect mind, body, soul, and help me connect them in a way that they're aligned and integrated
0: yeah okay that's and that
1: and also that speak to me on a with consciousness because my really my the one of the legacy i would love to or i am living and love to leave is to bring it's to bring higher consciousness into the corporate world
0: that's interesting now that's a fascinating thing as well isn't it that that higher consciousness into the corporate world some people get that some people have gone straight (laughs) over the head to understand it, so we yes. we might need to just touch it what does high consciousness mean then we'll carry back on to the conversation about why you need to define the, the mind body and soul model tell me about high consciousness then we'll come back
1: so higher consciousness um it could it's described in different ways okay. uh, the way i explain it is the higher uh relationship and connection to self yeah, to okay. yourself and if we look at the organization in the corporate world as a human being okay, it has a soul, there's an organizational soul, yeah. there's a corporate soul. There, yeah. you, and there's this, you feel the energy, when you go into organization, it has a soul. Yeah. Um, so when we talk about um, higher consciousness in the corporate world, is the collective of the people working there
0: mm. are in
1: touch with yeah. their pure self, and they're working with that yeah. Um, soul energy of that corporation—they're aware of it. They're in yeah. touch. It's not just behavior and results driven. Yeah,
0: and, and actually, in some ways, that links back to your alignment and integration, because actually, to get that higher consciousness, you've got to have the collective. But actually, it's the alignment of everybody and the integration of them as well. So I see that the, the the number of pieces coming together there actually in that case.
1: Absolutely. Um, so so um, that's higher
0: consciousness in in business, and I think. A lot of people shy away from that. And, and if I went back 10 years ago, if you talk about high consciousness a yeah. business, there were just a few people talking about it. If I back, went back 20 or 30 years, hardly anyone was talking about
1: it.
0: Yeah. So fast forward 20, 30 years, the world, of, world has moved on. We talk more about purpose. We talk about consciousness. Um, and, you know, Part of the Sparks of Ignium podcast is about bringing purpose to businesses. And, and what we do in Ignium is about bringing purpose helping people really mm. connect back to that thing. But what I'm yeah. hearing you're doing there is actually you went about it from the point of view of helping yourself find out what's that integration of mind, body, and soul to build that so you can develop your own consciousness at a different level. And that was the that was the birth of the uh, the mosaic model, effectively for you.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you you, you say um rebirth and birth a lot, and I love the, that mm. um because I, I tend to say renewal, um okay. same thing. Um, yeah. um because i i think as human beings um we need to always check in and see how do we want to renew our life
0: yeah Yeah. okay um
1: and not shy away that we are a new person
0: that's there's something there's something spiritual about that in just the way you say that as well isn't there and and again from a business perspective a lot of people shy away when you use the word spiritual but 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 what is it about that that renewal for you? What what's what's driven that for you directly? Because that's yeah, you know, we we coach from the heart from the heart, and, uh, and and I have a phrase in coaching that we're only willing to go as far with our client as we're willing to go as far with ourselves. So Absolutely. so actually we've got to work on ourselves first to be able to bring that consciousness. So for you, what was that? What was that renewal for you?
1: Yeah. So two things come to my mind right now is my significant life setback. So I had like everybody, they do have one or more. So my life significant setback was something that started asking me questions. Mm. Why has this happened to me? Or how come this happened to me? Or or let me uh, look at what has happened to me. How has that changed Mm. me today? Okay. How did I let that happen? All these questions that was maybe the spark the catalyst yeah and from there um I actually uh was supported through coaches so it was coaching that helped me get through my life's significant setback okay and it was during that journey I would say that journey was about um 20 years of going through things yeah um I created, I started creating a new identity of who I was that's
0: or powerful. who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting, isn't it? So, so, so it, it's gone from a renewal to, to a new identity. Um, yeah. And obviously there's a journey that's got you to that specific place. So, so when did the realization of Mosaic come about? Because again, if I come back to that building identity, if I think about mind, body and soul, and then the words alignment and integration, there's something there that you've got to be fully aligned with that new identity. So 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 when mm. in your journey did the mosaic principle come about because I think that's quite a powerful piece in terms of you going out looking for something
1: Yeah I think it it only clicked mm. 2 years ago Okay when um I was on a reflection kind of inner work journey Yeah um and it was driven by who I wanted to be in the future
0: Who you wanted to be in the future
1: Yes. There mm-hmm. were two things connected, who I wanted to be yeah. and what I wanted to do. I think initially I was thinking about, okay, what's my dream? Yeah. What is it that I want to do in my world? Mm-hmm. And I pictured that because that inner quest of what it is you want to do yeah. really,
0: yeah, not yeah. what is
1: required of me, what I'm expected to do. Yeah. I left a very good high, high paying job at that time. It okay. was my decision voluntarily. I said, I've had a good enough amount of corporate life.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: I feel there's something bigger I need to do. Yeah. And going through an exercise and it's, it's part of some of the work I do with, with um, my uh, people who join me on coaching is that we look at. So what is that big dream? What is it you really, really want to do? If there's no restrictions. Yeah. If there are all the resources are available because our brain Puts all these barriers and limitations immediately.
0: Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? So, so you're helping people look at what they really want to be without the limitations, removing those. And and I think what you said there is you'd had you didn't use the word I've had enough of corporate life. You've had enough at that point in time of the corporate life. So it's interesting the differentiation there.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, because I'd love to still uh, serve the corporate yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, um, that's where I lived <laughs> the past let's say 20 years uh, yeah. of my life. So I, I really connect deeply to people who are in the corporate world.
0: Mm. Uh, and what's, what, if you think about the journey you've been that Renewal, what's been the biggest shift you've had to make to enable you to move forwards?
1: The biggest shift is accepting my fears.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Accepting them in the sense I don't need to change them. Yeah. I don't need to fight them. I don't need mm. to run away from them. Yeah. I invite them in, have them sit next to me. Yeah. And we walk together. That's the most, I say, for me was and is mm. um my work. Like wow. seeing the fear, yeah, Bringing it right next to me. Yeah. yeah. And we walk together. <laughs>
0: That's interesting and now now it's easy to say that, but yes. we all know it's difficult to do. So without telling us what your fears are, what process did you go through to help you do that? Because that's a really powerful thing. And I think a lot of people could really benefit of that to help them get to that next stage.
1: So I put together a renewal process. Okay. Uh, Again, renewal is an acronym here in that sense.
0: I've got the pen again. Let me write that one down as well.
1: (laughs) All right. And and it's based on the Mosaic kind of framework. So it includes all mind, body, soul alignment kind of thing. So in that renewal process, the very first thing is the R. You recognize the voice. I recognize what voice is speaking because we have a lot of voices in our head. Yeah. Yeah. The E there is I examine my state, my body. What state am I in? Am I calm, anxious? What is that state? Yeah. The N is, okay, I notice what emotion then. What emotion is running through this body and mind?
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And then E here, the next one is about engaging. That's where I, you you come towards it with safety and choice.
0: Yeah, that's uh, key. Okay, okay, I love that word choice. We might come back to that in a minute. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then once that happens, you what happens by default? There is a a W of widening your self okay. agency.
0: Yeah. So okay. When
1: once there is this engagement with safety and choice, there's the widening of this agency that I have within. Mm-hmm. And the, the A afterwards is this allowing of that awareness. You will receive a, some awareness of you becoming, you are taking on something. So this allowing the receiving of some awareness coming to you. And the L at the end is leading forward yeah, from, yeah. That, from that divine self or yep. even legacy self here, I say. The leg- the, d- you lead from that endpoint where you want to go.
0: Wow. That's interesting. So, so if I'm reading that correctly in that case, just to re- reiterate that, so recognizing the voice, examine my state at the moment, notice what emotions are coming up, engage in, and come towards the self, or with, sorry, in com- coming towards with a uh, safety and choice, widening mm-hmm. my self-agency and allowing that awareness of becoming and then leading forward to my divine or my legacy.
1: Yes, leading from it.
0: Leaving from it. Okay. So that's interesting, isn't it? So so yeah. do you start with the end in mind as Stephen Covey would say by looking at what's that legacy you want to create or where would you start in that process?
1: Well, that's why the work before before I could apply this renewal. Yeah. understanding what is my dream, what is my big picture, what mm. is my higher self. So when so when something arises, a trigger comes, yeah. a fear shows up. I can be with it yeah. with that higher view okay. of my forward, my forward goal. Because if that view is not there, not clear, I will just get bogged down with the story that the voice brings, and yeah. the fear will take over That's rather cool. than me commanding it, because we need to drive to a higher purpose here that's more important
0: yeah so interesting it's that view of my forward goal so it's having having something in mind that we're working towards is one of the key bits there but actually and and allowing the fear to dissipate because you've got that view there of what you're trying to do yes yeah okay so 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 you have to go through mosaic to start with to get there you have to go through that that process of, of understanding your mind to start with understanding the body understanding the self and the soul as a key step to to work through this renewal process
1: absolutely absolutely okay. knowing how the mind works and yeah. here um a, the, my work is a mix of jungian psychology in terms of how the mind works there okay. yeah. and also the neuroscience of recovery um they help inform how the mind and the body work mm. and and the soul is also related to jungian psychology yeah. and there's okay trauma-related work that has spirituality in it as well. So. Okay,
0: that's interesting. So, so again, we're talking about this from a personal perspective, but obviously from a core perspective, all this comes together as well, because actually from a core perspective, you know, if I looked at these things, actually there's something that businesses need to go through with, and because the businesses are just a collection of people. So the people within the business need to go through a process to enable them to progress forwards to something which is potentially that word legacy.
1: Absolutely. I mean, okay. I think every business... Usually, the founders and and the people who set it up had a big yeah. dream. Mm. it It came from that creative spark, yeah, a uh, big dream that they have. yeah, And then, as more people join the business, you've got a bigger mosaic that yeah. needs to That's integrate,
0: yeah, okay, I like that, That's um,
1: yeah. And the work has has to um, you know, accumulate all the the collective consciousness of the individuals as you mentioned you can't just work on one person and expect the whole organization to change
0: so that collective consciousness becomes really key to this in that case which links into yeah. that same better mosaic look, but the higher consciousness that comes out of this and enabling you to get to that level yes so there's lots of models you've created here and, and uh, it's really interesting um when i hear people like you talk about this sense that you know you went out into the world you couldn't find what you're looking for so you created something to enable you to go on that journey and then you've realized there's power in that in its own right and and actually if you've had to go through it someone else might want to go through it as well so so yeah. where did that where did that step come from because obviously you know, you created the start when you went through a journey when did you first realize this had something that you could actually help others with as well
1: it was at the time when i um it was in my first year of creating the business okay so so the the decision to create the business i knew i wanted to do have a bigger impact it mm. wasn't really as clear as i'm talking about it today two yeah, years it never later is. Yeah. It never is, it never, is. It never is i just knew that i wanted to serve on a bigger uh like platform there was yeah. something in me um that i again took a leap of faith or took some kind of um, uh, bold step I I would say uh, because I didn't have every all the pieces uh, making sense yeah
0: yeah. Um,
1: and then when when I was reflecting on how could how could this work um, uh, be beneficial it took me a while to see okay if I was able to use it Mm. um, I've met people who I had my coaching sessions with and I found that that gosh, I'm they. They are going through similar things yeah. that I have gone through. I wish okay. they just understood X, Y, Z. Yeah. And then I started bringing in some psychoeducation, really, okay. in my sessions, helping people. So slightly, again, it's not coaching in the pure sense, in the yeah. typical traditional um, ICF sense. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, and that's where my mosaic comes in. I bring in um, different modalities. so I believe psychoeducation is extremely important, whether it is done in the actual coaching session mm-hmm. or after um, we that that could be as per preference. but um people need to understand the uh, the intricate parts of how this mind works and yeah. the body and the yes. soul so that they yeah. can really flourish in the coaching session and afterwards
0: Yeah, it's, a combo- and it's that combination again isn't it that mind the body and the soul combination that comes together which helps people develop um, i just want to come back to that piece and I, and I totally agree with you that from what you're doing sometimes it's about um it's non what i call pure coaching it's not pure coaching you've got a toolkit you've got something here where you can apply you're helping people on that journey and sometimes people don't know where they want to go so we can bring coaching, but actually, what you're doing is bringing a toolkit as well to help people on that journey as well. And I think that's quite a, a powerful piece in its own right. Um, yes. So so, yeah. so, 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 let's move on. In that case, um, site set. What's what's self mastery and the coaching institute about? And what's what's site set? Tell me how that comes together, and and how that integrates the renewal process and the mosaic process into it.
1: So, site set as a as a as a name as a business, it came out because I was wanting to bring how people could see things differently
0: okay uh, yeah. okay
1: I I wanted to bring in um, uh, a, I, I realized that perception is almost everything how do we see and uh, we don't just see with our mind
0: yeah
1: I mean we see uh, through our senses we see through our meaning making I mean it's uh, I'm not talking about the visual uh, biological sense but how do we actually, perceive the world yeah,
0: yeah okay yeah
1: and that's and and from there i mean i know set is not the set uh grammar thing uh and this is about coaching that empowers transformation cet yeah. so one. our sight is really essential how we perceive really changes our world if we see ourselves inward in inner wise differently
0: yeah
1: our world reflects back what that's,
0: we see and that's interesting isn't it Oh, and, and just come back to that, that bit of language, coaching empowers transformation.
1: Yes. So actually there's
0: something there. If we see ourselves inwardly differently, we can then put something differently outwardly. Uh, and I think that's a really powerful tool as well, because uh, often we, we don't want to express what's in our inner self because we're fearful of what other people might think of us. And therefore we yeah. hide behind our mask. Uh, and what I hear there is that through the process, you're helping people remove that mask from the first place. And actually you'll see the, the true self coming out but you enable people to to use the word fears earlier. You're enabling people to shed their fears and stand out there as who yes. they really are. I think that's a, a really powerful piece. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so,
0: so, and to, make, so Yeah. Carry on.
1: I was going to complete the part about how does the self mastery come in? Mm. Is that I found that all of this work really is connected to what you just said is helping that self shine yeah. through that pure self, not the ego, not the persona the mask you mentioned yeah not, not all the voices in the head yeah so that self um is a, and i connect that to spirituality because that self is a divine representation of who you are
0: yeah okay and
1: mastering that self yeah
0: that's interesting isn't it? so 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 you know again when people hear the are divine they'll be wondering what that means so so this is where, you know, in the corporate world, a lot of corporate people have switched off and they've gone scurrying a cough for their thinking basis to say, this isn't what we do. But there's a couple of bits of language, aren't there? The divine self um, helping people understand at a conscious level, understand at a spiritual level. So how does that come together? What what does divine mean to you as well in that case? Maybe that's a maybe that's a, a leading question. Well, I wonder where that comes from.
1: So... It comes from the, the, the theory uh, that is founded, uh, that, is, that the, the mosaic being and the renewal is founded on. And it comes yeah. from uh, Jungian psychology yeah. more. Um, okay. And actually, the word psyche, just for people to know, the word psyche means soul.
0: Yeah.
1: And psychology, okay. like uh, traditionally, mm-hmm. means the study of the soul. But it has moved on to become the study of the mind and Mm. it's been used modernly that way. And so in the corporate world, if we accept that we're humans Mm. and we are working with our psyche, whether you want to see it as mind or soul, but let's start with the mind. Eventually, eventually the passion and the creativity that companies really want Mm. come from the soul.
0: That's interesting that's that's interesting it's powerful as well isn't it because i think this is one of the key things because actually that passion it comes in there and actually when you get that out are too many people you meet we meet hide that away because again, are fearful of what might be seen if they bring it out there but actually that that psyche if you're able to see the soul and actually be able to express that in a real way that's one of the key talents a lot of people should have but hide away because of they've been they've been brought up to be something different Yes, or, or being encouraged through our values and beliefs to say this is not the way we do things around here
1: yes and um people call it energy as well i mean if people are hung up on on the actual word yeah it's that energy which you can't see it you can just sense it yeah. um and, and it's that it is divine in the sense that it's just eternal it's it's never ending it's not like you're gonna run out of it yeah, yeah. um yeah. And it's not something you have, it's something you just are. You mm. have, you that is uh, filling your body. There's a lot of study on vibration and yeah. how you vibrate. I mean, that's just another way of expressing what mm. the soul does. And,
0: and it's interesting, isn't it? That that touching on that point about vibration, I think is key as well, because we all know that everything in the in the world from a physical point of view has a vibrational energy. And if yes. you look at the science behind it, we know that everything from, from rocks to glass to stone to the human body has a vibrational energy. Yes. And, and even if you looked into it, and again, this will, this will put some people off, if you look at the theory of crystals and crystal mm-hmm. healing, actually, it's the vibrational energy of those crystals that enables them to do their work, if you believe in the vibrational energy of the universe. Yes. Now, I, as an engineer, I struggled with that to start with. Mm-hmm. Until I saw the science behind it, to realise actually it's about vibrations and everything is moving, and and through the world that we live in and entropy, things will continue to move.
1: So Absolutely. we have to we have
0: to live with that. And I think that's really key. So so there's there's lots of things here, and again, I'm getting this this vision of this mosaic coming together effectively because, as you said at the mosaic at the beginning, a bit like your background of the the Saudi Arabian, the Egyptian, the British, the Albanian coming together, and the the seven different moves you've had you're building up a rich tapestry of who you are and you're enabling yourself to really show that to the world through the process you've been on. So I wonder, what when you think about um, change, and one of the things we talked about when we prepped for this, we talked about the power of coaching to change, enable people to change. What's your real power? What's the thing that you can bring to this world that that is your legacy?
1: The power I bring is the power of becoming. I don't know if that makes sense to you. So okay. the power of empowering becoming, let's say. Mm, okay. Because I'm living it, doing it. Um the power of um actually it has to do with the book I'm writing. It's coming out towards the end of the year. Okay. It's it's called Radical Becoming. Wow. Okay. The superpower <laughs> of success. That's the whole full title.
0: Wow. Okay. I like that.
1: I I love to uh, uh, be with people and help them see their superpower of that becoming, becoming their true self. And it's it's that process of being able uh, to self-coach.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: In those moments when, especially in those moments when there is a huge challenge, setback or difficulty and in those moments is where we need to be very conscious of who is the person becoming or taking that action because if we're not conscious yeah. and very aware am I letting my true self yeah respond or is this the ego or persona yeah. or whatever responding
0: that's really interesting and- is Really interesting. And, and often people are f- responding from an ego or their other persona behind the mask rather than their true self,
1: yes. And every action one takes in overcoming this persona and and putting their self forward, yeah, they are becoming their more their most fulfilling and truest uh, person, soul yeah. expression. that's the superpower because nobody can take you take that away from you
0: yeah
1: and that changes the outlook of everything
0: it does and and i love that because actually nobody can take it away from you but a lot of people don't realize it's within them Uh, and and i think this uh this comes back to the, the 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 uh story that's been told many times about uh if you look at art in the east a lot of people, when they're talking about art, and and, if, uh, and I don't know the provenance of this story, but they talk about uh, a sculpture with a block of jade trying to create the, the sculpture. And when asked, how did they create it? He said, I wasn't creating it. The sculpture was already there. I just had to chisel away the edges to find the sculpture. It was already in the in the rock. And I think that's the same as what we have here, that the true self is there, but we hide it. And I, I love your point there. If you link back that to the psyche, that's yeah. the soul who we are. That's the That's the essence. That's our true essence. And therefore, we can only leave our legacy once we find out who we truly are. And I think that's a powerful piece. Um, Wayne Wayne Dyer used the phrase, don't die with your music still in you. And I think if I look at that, too many people don't find their true music until it's too late or never find their true music. So through your process, I'm hearing actually you've got to talk it there. And again, I would say as a coach, it's all about coaching. It's about coaching people to understand what's really going on for them.
1: Absolutely, because the toolkit will only go so far <clears throat> if, if you're unable to apply it on yourself. Whether self coaching yeah. or somebody help you through it, because it will need a partner. It will need yeah. somebody yeah. to yeah. shine yeah. light. Yeah, I
0: think that's I think that's true. And I think you know you mentioned about self coaching. I think that's a really powerful piece as well. Uh, once people find their ability to self coach, then they can keep doing it. But they still need a coach. Every coach has a coach. Every good should have- I say? Let's rephrase that. Every good coach has a coach. I uh, have two. Yeah. And every great coach has more than one. There we go. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um, I think that's powerful. So let's just, just coming towards the end here in that case. Um, if you're sitting in a business right now, you might be thinking, hey, this sounds already good. I can understand what you're talking about, or you may not. But we're talking about consciousness. We're talking about legacy. We're talking about defining your defined, divine self. Um, and in a business, you might say, hey, how, sounds good, but how do I measure it? How do I How do I measure the success of this? Now, as individuals, we can measure the success because we just feel better, and we're able to to shed the shed the shackles of who we were to become what we should truly become. But from a business point of view, where does this fit in?
1: Good question. So, from a business point of view, the more the individuals or the teams start to embody this work, hmm. the more creativity and innovation will be perceived and felt. Wow. Yeah, because okay. the soul expresses. One self, yeah. one self expresses the soul through creative power. it's It's mm. a creative energy. That's so new ideas, new ways of thinking, yeah. innovations.
0: yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? So creative and innovation, and we know that at the end of the day, that's going to drive performance for any business, otherwise you stagnate. So actually, there's a real benefit, and you can link this type of work back to the benefits to a business.
1: Yes, and definitely people who are working on culture, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: culture uh, growth in a way where culture supports creativity or well-being or uh, coaching. So whatever your culture is supporting, it will um, infiltrate that because it's about relationships. And the the happier you are in terms of your ability to perform better and be creative, better relationships amongst teams and it will all go bottom up up, uh, top down
0: yeah people will have
1: a better yeah healthy culture
0: so that that's fascinating in terms of so so i'm hearing a number of different things there i just recap on that i guess as a coach i often do this in terms of thinking about even about your mosaic process you know you started off with mind body and soul but the key there is the alignment and the integration to reach that higher level of consciousness so you've got a process there you're helping people renew renew themselves but even we look at that in terms of renewal there's some key steps because actually it's about you, know, you used the talk you'd word engaged you talked about um a, a widening yourself agency but actually in a business if people are doing this they're able to bring their true selves to the business their true self to work so the combination of the two is really powerful and again yeah. coaching helps bring that out to people so there's a there's a whole load here which i think is a is an amazing process and um, Just wrapping up, okay, from your perspective, what's been your biggest discovery through this last few years when you've discovered a coaching? What's been the biggest discovery you've made?
1: Well, the biggest discovery really is about myself, um, that I can do anything if I am willing. Yeah. So people think that they're not able, um, they don't have, you know, Can fill in the blanks. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. But you are able. Yeah. You are capable. Yeah. Only if you're willing. And willing here is not just willpower, it's coming out of this passion, this desire, desire to live a more meaningful life, impactful life. And for me, that was the biggest discovery that. My ego for a very long time kept telling me I am not able. I don't have this much money to start a business. I don't have all the people that I need to work with. Um, so I saw all my limitations and barriers very clearly. Yeah, and yeah. and um, for a long time, it stopped me to even begin or to even think.
0: That's powerful. Yeah. And the, the key bit there that I think listeners should take away is it's the ego that stopped you because yes. often it's like our ego is there just to keep us safe
1: yes and don't.
0: actually your ego was protecting you in some way but actually in an un, in, in a in an unnecessary way so actually by doing that actually freeing yourself and finding a true self you could go and do those things so it's that being able being capable but being willing and I think that piece around having the passion to do it is really key as well so uh, so I mean yes. it's been a fascinating conversation and uh, we, we we've rapidly run out of time as we often do on these podcasts when we get into the conversation um, but there's, there's wonderful things here. And just in terms of the message you put out there, when people want to reach out to you, where would they go? How would they find you?
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's an absolute pleasure that I'm, I'm here with you and it's a joy. Um, people, they can reach out to me through LinkedIn, okay. uh, Irene Riyad, uh, I-R-E-N-E Riyad, R-I-A-D and on Instagram, uh, site set or Irene Riyad. I'm there on both. Um reach out there or website siteset.com. Wow.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. And, uh, you know, and, and, I always think there's probably, there's probably another conversation in here for us as well to go into some data, data and things. So, uh, so at some stage, I look forward to welcoming you back to have another conversation to, to explore some of these things. Uh, it's been a pleasure so and, um, really thank you for your time. Uh, I love the process, uh, and, and look forward to, uh, to reconnecting again in the near future.
1: Would love that Phil. Thank you so much. And, um, all the best to your audience who are listening to great things.
0: I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I've enjoyed recording it. This is just one of the great conversations I've had the privilege of being part of since I started recording the Sparks by podcast. So please, go back and listen to some of the others. There's some great content in there for some great contributors. And also, while you're at it, please leave a review of this show with your comments because that helps other people like you find this content. And we want to bring about the change that we really know matters to people. It helps us grow and also think about what actions you want to take because there's no point just listening passively we want you to pick it up and do something with it so what are the three key things you want to do i can't hold you accountable but if you want to drop me a note phil at igniumconsult.com. we're always keen to listen to what you have to say and actually introduce guests to us that you think will bring relevance to other people we wish you well give us a call let us know what you think give us a review thank you